Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes it's all you come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a safe place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a brook that runs so deep, I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know. That what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly. Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. And this guided meditation is meant to be meaningful, peaceful, and impactful. And to place upon your mind, your consciousness, the power that you have within you, the power in your mind. So I ask all of you that can to close your eyes very softly and begin breathing in and out in a very slow, calming, and deliberate manner. As you listen to the words in this insightful meaningful and thoughtful meditation taken from the book Enlightenism. I am greater than the I that I created. I affirm in this day that I awaken with the knowledge that I am whole, perfect, and complete. I have the greater power of enlightenism within me. This power is all I need to overcome what others taught me about who I am. Regardless of what I encounter in this day, I remain resolute that nothing changes my awareness of having the greater power of enlightenism within me. Every event and situation are merely interpretations from my awareness of being. And as long 
as I am aware of being the greater power, I shall perceive myself greater than the conditions in my life. I command myself in this day to work only on expressing the greater power of enlightenment in all of my actions. I affirm that the greater power of enlightenment is my awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath and just breathe it out very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the Enlightenism broadcast. Now, before Brother Malcolm comes, I always want to share one short insight with you. And Brother Malcolm spoke of it yesterday in the program and his message. But I want to leave this with you. When you walk into any event or experience, know that you have the power within to think, act, and live a new way. That is what Enlightenism is about. It, all, it is always about the power that you have within you and recognizing that power. I now give you Brother Malcolm, author, philosopher, prophet, and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carol, for that wonderful guided meditation and insights. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to, you know, we have to begin this broadcast by calming ourselves down. You know, calming the mind. Absolutely. Down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Getting all of this worry and all of these doubts and stuff about who we are, you take a few minutes to calm ourselves down. Right. Get calm. Feel good about yourself. Absolutely. Taking the time to recognize and to recognize the power within. Absolutely. That is correct. Okay, Sister Carolyn. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Okay, folks, Sister Carolyn got, got us going here today with, uh, as usual, the meditation always is to calm you down so that you can focus on the person that you are aware of being. Take your attention from the things outside that are worrying you and get the power to overcome the trauma of generational toxicity. I'm Brother Malcolm. I'm with you today to share insights on powers of mind. Who are you aware of being? And how 
to use your mind to overcome self-imposed restrictions on your power. To affirm today, we are divinely created with powerful minds. We have the power to reinvent ourselves with another awareness of being. And to act from this awareness of being to change how we think and live. The work that is required of you is to acknowledge that you have a powerful mind. Forget everything that other people have told you. Don't focus. <laughs> don't, don't try to find yourself in some history book. And you think that the more you learn about other people, the more you know about yourself. Learn about yourself in the present moment. Everything speaks in the present moment. We don't have to continue the past. We can create a new present, a new present moment, and that's what I am talking about. This moment, you have to decide whether you want to change, whether you want to get into a new self-discovery. See, the new self-discovery begins with understanding that the principles that you're using to to define yourself are coming from a belief system that causes you to believe that you're powerless. And in this powerless state of mind, you are always, always overwhelmed and consumed by thoughts of lack limitation and struggle the beginning of the journey today is to say I acknowledge that I am responsible for the current conditions in my life that's the first principle of this philosophy of enlightenment and the powers of mind I acknowledge that I am responsible for the current conditions in my life Number two, I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. In other words, you are where you are today based upon the beliefs and values you used to make all of the decisions that led you to where you are today. Number three, I acknowledge that I have the power to change my beliefs and values. The great thing about beliefs and values, values, they are changeable. You don't have to believe it. It's much like someone changing from one political party to another, one religion to another. Hey, you just decide to try something else. But I am talking about trying something different in a new way to think of self-discovery, to discover something else that you want to try. And that's called enlightenment. The fourth principle. I acknowledge that for me to change my beliefs and values, I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery. Self-discovery is where you discover a lot about the origins of your beliefs, how you how you became the person that you are, and what you can do about it. But you also discover the power and clarity to know that you were born whole, perfect, and complete, colorless, faceless, and formless, and that you have everything you will ever need for this journey. And what you need for this journey is the awareness of being that you are powerful, that the things that you believe are victimizing you are only states of consciousness that you have embodied about yourself. 
and they're illusory. They're not real. You know, somebody tell you you've been born into an illusion, you've been living in an illusion all your life, and then you realize then you realize at some point, hey, I could have done better. Can you do better than what you're doing today? Can you live a more a a, a powerful life where you awaken each day with the power to overcome the conditions in your life? The power to stop depending upon others to tell you what to do. Or do you just dismiss it? Oh, you know, people think what is important. <laughs> you know, what is really important? Well, people think everything that's important is what they see and what they have been taught in toxicity. Fame, recognition, status, wealth, all those things are important. And they are if you want to stay in the social construct. You want someone to build a monument or a statue for you, then you stay in the social construct, mindset. But then you reach a point, you see how things are changing. You see that everyone that lives, including you, passes through different phases of understanding who you are and who you are aware of being. These different stages go through childhood, through adulthood, and to old age, and even into death. So though, though this, this progression of the mind keeps us locked into a state of awareness where we're always consumed by lack. You always lack. You only know you lack it because you're comparing yourself to someone else, is what I talked about yesterday. So we're talking about today affirming we are divinely created with powerful mind, and that we are responsible for the current conditions in our lives. And what caused the conditions in our lives are our beliefs and values which we, which we acquired from someone else. See, we acquired all that we know about ourselves and others from someone else. All the things we know about history, geography, philosophy, psychology came from someone else. So the mind is not independent. The mind is working. Is it working with a power greater than the beliefs that you have uh, embodied from others? Is your mind great? Do you tell your children, oh, you're really powerful. You have a powerful mind. The child asks you, what do you mean, mama, daddy? What What are you talking about a powerful mind? Do you start talking about what reference points that you come from a long line of people with powerful minds? You start talking about someone else? You start telling someone that they want you, you can be like this other person? Or do you know what a powerful mind is yourself? So if your child asks you the question, you're trying to motivate the child. Motivate the child to get into a system of thought Consume his mind, steal everything that he knows about himself, and replace everything in his natural mind, authentic mind, with some beliefs and values that people want you to have. And your child will lose his powerful mind 
and become a victim and depend, a victim of toxicity and a dependent of toxicity and social construct. We don't we don't see it this way because we're 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 willing we're willing in this mindset to deny our own power. To not to deny our power where someone can be very brilliant and maybe not speak the English language like a professor. So we look and hear the person then we criticize the person who needs to learn how to read and write. Needs to learn how to communicate according to the way society wants us to communicate. So the person communicates differently. And we think that they are, uh, I don't want to say it, they are a little uh, slow. So we don't think that they are very well educated. To say very well educated, you mean someone as you're going to do a comparison, say, between Charles Barkley and you'd use Barack Obama or someone. And you say Barack Obama is educated and Charles Barkley is not. And that's based upon an observation of the way the person talks. How the person is not does not have command of the language to communicate what's in the mind to another person because they have not mastered the language. So it appears that the person is not very intelligent. And that is incorrect. All of us, every single person in the world is born with a powerful mind. Powerful mind is not to demonstrate power in toxicity, but power over your awareness of being and the things impacting your awareness of being. Regardless of who you are today, whatever condition you may think that you're in, you're in that condition because you're using some beliefs and values. And if you don't have any beliefs and values, then you don't know that there's any lack. Lack only comes from outside beliefs and values. They're coming from toxicity. You don't lack anything except when you want something that someone else has. And then you set out to get it. And that's where the problems come in because someone is teaching you how to live in darkness. You're living in darkness whenever you're not aware of being born with a powerful mind where you hold perfect and complete. And you can affirm that's about yourself. You are greater than the way that you believe you are based upon your beliefs and values. Your beliefs about who you are, your race, color, and all these other societal labels victimize you. They cause you to feel lack. It, it starts in, with the parents teaching the children how to be like themselves, how to live. And to say, and I've heard parents say to to their children, you don't need an education. No one in my family has had an education. We're all blue-collar type people. To kill the vision of a child is a terrible thing. But it is not something that the child cannot overcome. See, the child 
is not really a child in consciousness. I'm not talking about what's in the mind about the world itself. I'm talking about in consciousness. The consciousness in the child never ages. Hold on to that point, folks. I'm going to bring Sister Carolyn in for a moment, and I'll be right back. Here's Sister Carolyn. You're listening to Brother Malcolm Kelly's Powers of the Mind Hour, a Healing of the Mind broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe to the Healing of the Mind broadcast and become a supporter of Enlightenism. Learn how to use the inner mind power of Enlightenism. Enlightenism empowers you to create a new way to think and live. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn, for those wonderful insights. As I said earlier to all of you, we are divinely created with powerful minds. And you have to believe that about yourself. You can't measure <laughs> your power by some made-up IQ test. IQ test cannot tell you anything about who you are. An IQ test can tell you how someone wants to measure you about how well you have learned information from others. That's all it can tell you about yourself. How you have put all of this nothingness into your head so that you can live in the society because everyone else is living this way. So when you decide to hear self-discovery mentioned to you in any way, you think you go into the mind so that you can discover philosophy. Or you can discover, oh, it's really great to, 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 to know something about spirituality and religion, or whatever it is. But what is in the mind is where you are today. And what's in the mind came from somewhere. And it either came from you, came from someone else. In the case of those of us, which all of us have been born into a world where our minds are captured, imprisoned by beliefs and values. And these beliefs and values are changeable in self-discovery. i give you a little quick synopsis, summary of some of the of, of of four steps lead me to self-discovery. And you see, in self-discovery, I'll talk more about this tomorrow, self-discovery is where you get a new language and you learn about intuitive, self-acquired intuitive knowledge. This is the knowledge coming from outside of the scope of the world. But the four steps create a vision of a new person. I call it visualization, create a new vision. That means spend some time with yourself. Like Sister Carolyn dealing with the meditation, do something yourself. Calm yourself down. Sit with yourself for, for the visualization. doesn't matter what it is you visualize. You continue the process until you get a clear vision. 
But when you when you envision something for yourself, you have to embody the vision in the present moment. In other words, it's not something you're trying to become. It's something that you're already there. You're already the person. And I use an I use an example of an artist or sculpture, someone who has a vision of something that has not expressed itself in the visible world. The idea of a portrait and no one knows what it is except the person with the vision of it. And then you set out not to try <laughs> you're not trying to paint the portrait or to change the wood into something that is beautiful and recognizable to others. The vision that you had of something that does not exist and you are accepting the vision in the present moment. Yes, it is real. I have envisioned it for myself. And now I am going to bring that which I am aware of being into the world, into the visible world, where others can see and understand what I see, what I have seen. And that's called acceptance. Accepting the intuitive consciousness within you that created a vision. And making a commitment. This becomes the work. The artist now must do the work. And the work must be absolute. Cannot cannot stray from the vision based upon what others are telling you about who you are. And go through the necessary time period or interval between the time you conceptualize, meaning you visualize the vision, accept it in the present moment, and then you move it through the time interval. Then the fourth thing is action. Folks, there are no action. There are no change going to happen in your life today unless you take some action. And the action must be connected to something that you're aware of being. You cannot, you cannot sit daydream about money. You can't pray about freedom. You can't pray about a freedom that does not exist in the consciousness of truth, which is in you, the intuitive consciousness. The freedom you're praying about is in toxicity. But those four steps led me to self-discovery. And in self-discovery, I learned a new way to think and live, a new way to think about the four steps that were created in toxicity with the desire to be free of toxicity. And to lead me into self-discovery, where I could create a new vision of myself, a new awareness of being. And this is all available to you if you are willing to affirm today that you are divinely created with a powerful mind. And you are what is required of you to remove the self-imposed restrictions on your power and to reinvent 
your awareness of it. Take action today. In this moment, you must decide to change how you think and live. Thank you so much. I'm Brother Malcolm. Here's Sister Carolyn to uh, close us out today. Have a great day. I'll see you back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org, and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.